Hey, welcome back to Conversations with Chris, your host, Chris. <laughs> I like the addition there, I'm subtle. Being, being made fun of right now, so the production team is real hilarious. <laughs> At least they think they are. So we're on the beach today, we're talking about some stuff on the beach, and it's like um, windy, and you can probably hear the ocean in the background. For those of you who don't live near the ocean, you're welcome. It's very therapeutic, vitamin S-E-A. Because this is our pneumonia edition. That's right, folks. Today on Conversations with Chris, your host, Chris, has pneumonia. So, I need to get out and get some vitamin S-E-A. Does anybody else feel me on that? Tara? Oh, that's right. You're here today, too. How are I'm you? I'm here. Hi. I'm I'm doing better than you right now, and I don't mean that in a rude way, but... <laughs> <laughs> the, the truth is told. The truth is told. So, I'll share my day with you guys tomorrow in just a moment, but... Before I do, let me get started with some other information. Kara, do you have anything you want to share? Anything you want to talk about? Do we have anything coming up? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but for real, guys. <laughs> so see, Tara's not doing much better than me today. <laughs> to All be, right, fine, to, I'll tell my be, story to now. To be fair, though, like really with the history that you and I have had over the past two and a half three weeks yeah so Tara was in a really major car accident and suffered a head injury which you guys know by now my head injury happened a long time ago and uh some people most people majority of people usually have the issues that come with it dissipate or fade away fairly quickly and they never come back for most people apparently statistically speaking I was in the minority of those people and uh, my head issues went away came back, went away, came back, and now it seems like they're just here to stay. So they've set up shop, they've camped out. And as far as I know, they'll be here till you know, the end of my life, which after yesterday, I could have thought that was gonna come real soon. So let me tell you guys what happened yesterday before we start. Yesterday I wake up, I was like, you know what? I'm three weeks post-op today, exactly today. I was like, so let me throw my knee brace on from my knee surgery, which I did on the 1st of March, uh, meniscus repair. I was like, you know what? I can. I need to do a handstand check. So I got on my mat, was doing my morning routine, my yoga, my stretching, and decided, okay, let me give myself a handstand check. Knowing good and well I can control my body and land and jump off of my left foot, I uh, just hadn't done a handstand in over a month, so kind of really wanted to feel that. And uh, so I kick up into a handstand, nice little handstand, it was fun, it was great, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Come back down, everything's great. And then I headed to my listing appointment, because I do real estate, everything went great there as well. We move on to the next part of my day at the VA where I go to the VA hospital and I head into the clinic area and I meet with my doctor and as soon as I walk in the door she says well what are you here to see me about and I said having shortness of breath and constriction in my lungs and she says do you want to go straight to the emergency room right now or do you want me to call an ambulance and have them come get you and I said I'm sorry what I'm here for my appointment and she said no you're going to the emergency room right now it's very common for people to develop a pulmonary embolism blood clot basically after surgery and the symptoms that I was showing are exactly the symptoms of a pulmonary embolism so now within a matter of moments all of a sudden I have a blood clot in my lungs and I'm going to die if this blood clot releases or I stroke out or whatever first thing I can think is wow my whole life just flashes before my eyes because now I'm rushing to the emergency room get there immediately they take me in the uh, EKG they x-ray they CT scan all the things blood work the whole nine yards and then they came back and said great news 
not like they didn't actually say this this is me interpreting it but i mean it was pretty much what he was trying to say positive spin on things he goes so you don't have a pulmonary embolism and i was like thank goodness and he goes but you have pneumonia and i was like oh sweet so everybody that i had texted prior to going in there that i thought was going to die and i was never going to see again because that's how we are right we all just go to that worst case scenario and everything in this case it was warranted because you know i don't know anything about a pulmonary embolism except that's not good so when the chief said that i was like uh oh boy this is bad but not my time yet sorry folks can conversations with chris must go on you're and, welcome folks is and, what it should uh, be. and so today is uh so i have pneumonia I don't know how many of you guys have had pneumonia, but it sucks. And it's uh, really difficult to breathe. So at times today I might have Tara talk a little or just I may just have it edited out because if I over talk, I cough. I'm sitting in my van staring at the ocean and being outside is really healthy. But obviously I can't get out there and do much in it. So we're going to record some podcasts. I know you guys haven't been getting the best of Chris lately because last time you talked to me, I talked to you, I was recovering from my knee surgery and on pain meds and this time i'm pneumonia chris never know what you're gonna get around here conversation yeah. with chris is fun but i think that makes you more real because this is how and this is something you do so so well and we kind of talked about it a little bit on on one of the previous episodes that you're real and you give real life stories and hey this is what happened this is how i perceived it this is how i felt emotionally this is how i saw it and all that stuff and i think that makes it relatable for a lot of people because we think those thoughts but we don't know how to share those thoughts and that's what makes the connection to other people well and it's true i mean i don't have anything to hide and i want people to understand that i'm not anything special i am not any different than any of y'all i am just simply willing to share my story unapologetically honestly and i'll let you know all the dirty down details too you know like i mean i feel arguably about 20 percent 30 percent of my natural health right now i'm in a knee brace i haven't been able to exercise do any of the things that i really enjoy doing and that are a part of my life in almost over a month and now i have pneumonia i haven't seen my kids because they can't come around because of you know the sickness so it's been a real struggle and staying positive is my gift if i was to pick something out of the air that i'm good at doing and you know and dealing with all of my regular issues and then now i have the knee issue and now i have this new issue with pneumonia and somehow i still manage to wake up smile enjoy my life and because i live moment to moment i don't live you know planning everything out for the future i don't have like an agenda if you will I just sort of wake up and go one day at a time, one moment at a time. And yesterday kind of reiterated that for me, not to get ahead of myself and not to be too far ahead of things and start planning because just like that, it can all be yanked out from underneath you. Uh, when it's our time, it's our time, you know. I believe that my time is not here yet, and that's why I'm still sitting here. And that's why Conversations with Chris is something that we need to... Uh, Keep, keep going and keep having it happen. We will uh, go ahead and do this episode today. And like I said, we might have to do some editing and such. But at the same time, you know, it is what it is, right? I think so. But I think, you're, like I said, I think you're doing a great job of it. And, and you're getting through this. And I know when you feel sick, and we kind of talked about this too um, privately, that, you know, it kind of feels like an out-of-body experience when you have surgery or when you're sick and, and, and all that because... You're not in your normal schedule and your body's trying to fight off whatever injury or sickness that is within it. But along those lines and along positivity, I always like to say, I never like to say I'm sick. I always like to say I'm healing because words 
carry a vibration. Words carry a weight. They're very, very powerful. And your body really does, and your mind really does perceive how you speak to it. I've said that to you before, too. Like, oh, you're not sick. You're healing. Everything's getting better. You're healing. Yeah, well, you know, it's important to acknowledge things, but you also have to worry about or remember that, you know, that your words have power. And we were, I was just watching a program earlier on spelling and, you know, casting a spell and how for a long, long time people were very careful about what their words were that they said. And even to a point where, you know, your word was as good as gold. And it was because that's how much power the word had, your word had. When you spoke it and you gave someone your word, that was as good as gold. Uh, unfortunately, we've lost all of that, you know. And nowadays, everyone just runs their mouth and speaks and talks, and no one really knows what they're talking about or has any real direction. And that's okay. It's not like I do either. I'm just saying that we should probably start listening more. We should start feeling more. We should start turning inward more and stop this, you know, everybody talking about everything all the time. We've given this platform to everyone to be able to communicate or to speak, but not everyone needs to be heard and not everyone needs to be talking. There's a lot more people that should be listening and learning and a lot less people talking, in my personal opinion, and that's just something that I see as a major hurdle that we're going to have to overcome as a society to get back to a place of peace, to get back to a balance, to get back to some semblance of of respect. Yeah, I agree with that, the respect and understanding each other and taking that step back and listening and actually hearing what other people are saying. It's not about who's saying those words, it's about what they're saying. And I think that brings your vibration up, your ego down. If you're actually able to close your eyes and listen to the words that someone is speaking because they could carry true for you, they could carry some beautiful weight and growth and something that you can use to evolve yourself if you just listen to the words that people say yeah and so maybe it's a good time for me to do an episode on respect that's something i have jotted down as a title and as something i want to talk about so maybe today the uh that idea is something we could go ahead and like discuss since wow respect okay so (laughs) (laughs) r-e-s-p-e-c-t Wow. Aretha's got it right, though. I wish I could even give someone a good example of where I have seen respect paid in the late, in the recent past and in the last few years. I mean, it's almost a foreign idea these days to show respect to anybody. And it's almost become glorified to be disrespectful in a way. Yeah. And like, we have somehow spun society around to no longer do we pay homage or show people that we care about them by showing them respect, but rather... We just tell, show everybody how disrespectful we can be, and the people who are left over are the ones that we maybe respect. I don't know if it's even a term that we can use anymore, because the idea of what respect actually is, is gone. It's just dissipated from society. And I'm not saying this is on like worldwide, because certainly I know and surround myself with a lot of people who are very respectful, but also I know a lot of people that... They don't respect anyone or anything. There is nothing to respect in their world. The lack of respect for the military, for the veterans of our society, you know, I mean, that's something that I see and feel every day on a first-hand basis. I see that too, and it's it's disturbing to me that people don't understand, from, from the military perspective, they don't understand the sacrifice that went into that, just the selflessness that you're literally putting every aspect of your life on the line to better a country and something you just wholeheartedly believe in. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, freedom isn't free. Uh, It costs something 
it just maybe didn't cost you anything. Yeah. And so the, the people, the men and women that served in the armed forces, uh, whether they served one day or whether they served 30 years, they served. They volunteered to put their life on the line. They volunteered to put themselves in front of danger should it come their way. And I have been in the service and served overseas. And I can tell you from the day you step foot in the military, there is no day after that that you in the back of your mind are ever thinking to yourself that it's not a possibility that tomorrow I could go to war. Tomorrow I could die for my country. But you also know that that's something that you signed up for. That's something that you're okay with. And a lot of people have died, a lot of people, to give us this country and to give us the ability to show so much disrespect daily. And that's such a weird thing to me, right? Like those people loved and respected this country so much, and myself included, that they volunteered their life and put it out there so that we could now show so much disrespect to the same country that these people fought so hard to give us the ability to have. And I know people that live in this country and have lived in this country their entire lives do not have a perspective of what it's like outside of this country. But if, as someone who's traveled to 40 countries, I can tell you, nowhere in the world is it like this in America. And it's only going to stay like this if we get ourselves, our act together and start showing each other respect. On the date, September 10th, 2001, I remember walking into stores in my military uniform Nobody held a door for me. Nobody said a kind word to me, nothing. I was still in the service at that time. On September 12th, 2001, people were holding the door for me. People were paying for my food, buying my groceries, opening the door for me, showing respect, much respect. Why? Because it became evident, it became imminent that our military step up and protect. Because when it comes down to it, if war breaks out in America, are you ready to go fight? Are you ready to put your life on the line? Because if you aren't, then in my personal opinion, your opinions on this country should be kept to a minimum. It's okay to have opinions, but also know how to respect the people that are willing to put up more. And if you're willing to contribute or submit or even offer your whole life, then you deserve a little more respect than the people who didn't choose to do so. Now, that's not to say that you should glamorize all military people because that's not the case at all and that's not what I'm asking for nor am I talking about. We're talking about the word respect. Yes. And the word respect is basically showing someone appreciation even though you don't have to. Yes. And I don't know if that's the definition. It's probably not, but it is. that's what it is to me. I'm going to Google it. Keep you talking. Google it. You look it up. But I'm going to tell you that right there, that's what it means to me. Showing you respect someone I don't know even though I don't have to is are showing you kindness is that what i said what did i say okay so respect according to a quick google search is a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something illicit by their abilities qualities or achievements second one is due regard for the feelings wishes rights or traditions of others and the third is a particular aspect point or detail now that's the noun version the verb version is to admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, achievements. Basically the same thing, avoiding harm or interfering with and agree to recognize and abide by. Well, I was watching, um, what's his face, a uh, comedy guy that went and saw his show, Mullet. Oh, oh, um, oh, Mullet, um, shit. <laughs> 
Vaughn, no, yeah. Yeah, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, Theo love Von. Theo Vaughn. So this guy is really amazing, and I think he even brought that up, and it wasn't respect, but it was admir. No, what was the word that he used in his little speak? He said something about uh, to admire, admire, admire someone. And he said it's an old-fashioned term where you know you like someone even though you don't have to or something like that. I forget what the whole context was, but anyway, respect to me is just that simple, simple type of idea where. I think that it's important to show respect not only for others, but for the land that we live on, the food that we have, the animals that we eat, the animals that we own, the people that come, people that go, people that we have around us all the time, and then the people that we rarely come in contact with. Everyone we know, if we respected each other, we'd have none of the issues we have in this country. And that was the point behind the September 11th thing was after there was a need for the military. Then everyone in America joined together. We held up flags. We supported each other because now it was no longer us against us. Now it was us against them. And when there's a them overseas, it's not possible for us to fight each other and fight against somebody else. In this country now, we haven't had any kind of conflict or anything happen. And it's been a long enough period of time that there's people who are alive who are running around disrespecting this country, disrespecting the people in it and disrespecting the policies of this country who weren't even born when September 11th happened. Mm -hmm. And yet they're in college and now they're protesting and they're burning and torching and terrorizing. Thankfully, I live in the great country of Florida and uh, you know, President Ron DeSantis down here is, keeps us subtracted from all of that nonsense. But I mean, how does any of that help anything? Like if we, if we were all living together in one house or let's say we're all together on, in a tent and we're all on an island together. Is it advantageous at all for one person to start tearing stuff apart and ripping things down and burning things? No. Should we probably all like come together to survive so we can get through it? Or is it easier just to burn the tent, trash the place? You know what I mean? Like, I don't see the benefit or the positive. And maybe somebody will reach out and tell me because I, I don't get it. Well, I think true respect is, is in that scenario is being able to listen to the opinions of others and take them under consideration. You don't have to abide by them. You don't have to fully accept them as your own opinions, but I think you should at least listen to understand another person's point of view because that's how we grow and we become better as a society is just to understand the other person and that creates a level of respect if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, that's the, the, the number one thing that you learn when you go into the military is respect. And when you go in, you know, it's indoctrinated into you. You learn very quickly that anyone who outranks you, you have respect for. But also outside of that, we respect each other. We, we learn very quickly that in the military there's no race because we all are green. And, you know, we all have each other's back. And that's all that really matters. And so they eliminate that from our problems. That's why you don't ever see, like, veterans or for any type of, you know, race organized thing because vets don't we don't understand that and then outside of that you know the idea of tearing apart the very country that we are risking our life to defend and protect is the opposite of what we would do so it's 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 like giving the united states has pneumonia like seriously yeah, it's see, like the united states this. has pneumonia right now and the problem is, is that we're suffocating and someone is squeezing the air the breath out of our country right now because it doesn't, because of a lack of respect. And this media, the <clears throat> amount of disrespect that's coming on right now. I read a stat the other day that we have two chemical spills 
Oh no, there's a chemical spill every other day in America right now. What? That's not talk, right. Talk to me for a second. What? How does that happen? No one else seems to think that we should maybe be focused on that. One chemical spill every year to me is way too many. One every other day is intentional. There's no way you can accidentally screw up that many times. I'm telling you guys, I'm the biggest screw up in the world. We've talked about it. Was the biggest screw up in the world. Sorry, my therapist corrected me. <laughs> yes, guys, I go to therapy also. <laughs> Uh, and my therapist is amazing, by the way. I love therapy. <laughs> if you're not, if you're not doing it and you're like on the edge, please go. <laughs> if you think therapy makes you weak, you need therapy far more than anyone else. <laughs> right. hundred percent. So go check it out. But anyway, what was I saying? Yeah. The America has pneumonia. What pneumonia feels like is my lungs feel constricted. I cannot take a deep breath. So we only breathe very shallowly. I can't breathe in and out completely only just a little bit, which is what we've come to as a country because the way that everything is right now, you can't say or do anything without it really making an issue out of it. And so we're basically breathing very shallowly as a country and we're not getting into our depth of who we are and what we are, where we came from. Countries like China, India, Africa, uh, these places have been around for ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And they have long, long histories that they can go back and look at in America, we've been around for like 300 years as a white colonized civilization. Not white, but European, I guess. And, uh, and now we're already doing what those, Rome, what happened every time a major civilization fell. Right. They burned everything. Burned everything Because to the that got rid of what? That got rid of what Rome was. All the evidence. That got rid of that lifestyle, that culture, that belief, and that society. And so now we're burning everything in America. Why? To get rid of all of that stuff. And guess what happened after Rome? They fell. Fell. So, oh, yeah. They burned what happened in Egypt? Nero played his violin. Egypt, too. Egypt. Oh, yeah, they Napoleon. do Napoleon. But the people in this world that are burning and tearing things down are not the ones that are educated on these things. So it's, those are not yeah. the people that understand what's happening. They think and believe, and I truly back their, their passion. They believe what they're doing is right. And that's where I, it's so hard because it's not right or wrong. It's about the understanding of what has happened in the past and if you burn your past it will repeat itself oh yeah you need to understand your history and whether whether you agree with that history or not it's important to understand it and understand it from all angles and i think i mean i don't know how you feel about this but i think a lot of because there's so much technology these days and social media and all this stuff and these opinions flying everywhere that you know we're all seeing these bigger pictures on everything and we're forgetting to start respect at a smaller level of like just literally appreciating the little things respecting nature respecting respecting like it sounds silly but just respecting that you can walk out the door respecting that there's not armed guards everywhere respecting the clean air you know what i mean like we're forgetting about that little bit and i think that's super important to a lot of things well, you know, I mean, if the only information you ever get is given to you by someone else, then you're never going to think for yourself. And that's something you can quote me on. That's something that you can put down. You can write it down. You can take a picture whatever. If you're not going out and doing your own research and learning your own stuff, then you're never thinking for yourself. And right now, there's a whole lot of people who aren't thinking for themselves. They're just running around doing what people told them to do for no reason or for whatever reason they think is the right reason. But no one's stopping to look and think to themselves, wow, what's happening to our country? It's becoming divided. We are very, very close to being 25 states that are one way, 
25 states are the other way. And that's fine, you know. If we don't want to be the United States of America anymore, then we'll go to the divided states of America and we'll see how that works out. I'm going to go based on what I've educated myself with and say that we won't be strong enough as a divided country to be able to maintain that for very long without being overtaken by a stronger, more powerful, more united country, which the only reason those are united is because they're forced to be, not because of choice. So if you're into being told what to do all the time, how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, all the time, then you're going to love communism and let's bring it on, right? Enjoy. Divide yourself. <laughs> Have a good time with that. But if you're not into that, that's not your thing, and you like freedom, then let's start showing each other respect. You know, I've never felt so strange, and you know, it doesn't bother me, obviously. I'm cultured enough, and I'm removed from things enough that... I don't even know really what's going on or what people are talking about. I don't have any access to the news. I don't have TV for uh, purposes of that kind of stuff. And I certainly don't read or spend, waste my time in life looking at propaganda and media. Now, if you go to most countries like China, they don't watch the news. And the reason they don't watch it is because they know that it's nothing more than indoctrination into more communism. That's what's on the TV. In America, we could literally put that prior to every newscast and people would still, still listen to it. Yep. And that's okay. But again, it just shows that the dumbing down, the pneumonia of our America, we've gotten to a point where uh, we're not able to take a deep breath. We're not able to get into our diaphragm and really remember who we are as a country and what makes us powerful, what's made us the best country in the world. And maybe it is our time. Maybe this is where we call it quits and we're no longer able to maintain our dynasty. Every dynasty has fallen. Every dynasty. And this one will fall too if we're not cautious and careful. So my suggestion is heavy dosage of antibiotics for the entire country. <laughs> and I don't mean antibiotics in the sense of the actual antibiotics. What I mean is let's start showing each other respect. Let's show the country respect. Let's show the nature respect. Let's learn how to respect each other again. Also, with respect comes kindness. If you don't have anything nice to say, and maybe this is something that I was only taught as a child, but if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that's just as simple as it is, because there's nothing good that comes from being mean or evil to anyone else. Nothing. Agreed. So unless you are just trying to destroy or make things worse, then you're really not playing along well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how to say that in a yeah, nice no. way, but it's not your, you're definitely not, you're contributing to the problem. And I guess that's probably the easiest way to say it is that you're contributing to the problem. If you don't understand that only kindness and only respect will get us back to where we need to be as a country and as a people too, you know, like I don't think that I'm immune to it. I'm more, no, no one I know is more disrespected than I am. Tara can validate. Yep. She's watched me go through countless situations where Lots people disrespect me mm -hmm. blatantly and for usually no reason whatsoever except other than whatever their reason is inside them. But I do nothing to deserve the disrespect. Well, I think that's the thing. And, and bringing it back to kindness and respect is, is if you don't have anything kind to say to somebody, then just don't say anything. That's okay. Walk away. But when you feel yourself have a powerful negative reaction to somebody, take a step back because your emotions are your guide. Don't let them control you, but allow them to guide you. 
And if you are having a very negative reaction, then there's something deep within you that you need to come to terms with. I'm not saying you need to fix yourself or you're wrong, but just at least take some time to discover what it is that's firing that up. Is it an experience you have? Is it a belief you have? Like what's going on? But always bring it back to kindness because kindness is the guide. Whatever brings you joy, whatever brings you happiness, kindness, that nice, happy, loving feeling, that's what should be guiding you. Well, and it's a... uh it's a it's a way of seeing things that can really only be explained by saying that if you wouldn't do whatever you're going to do or say to your mother and to your child then you probably shouldn't do it or say it to anyone else maybe you hate your kids or maybe you hate your mom i don't even know if that's a thing but um i certainly love my children and i would never disrespect them i'll only ever show them the utmost respect because i care about them and because i love them and I've carried that into everyday life. So I love every aspect of, of everybody that I come in contact with. And 99% of the time, no matter how much kindness, no matter how much respect I show them, somewhere along the way, they'll find an opportunity to feed me back a dish of disrespect. But, but, again, as we just talked about, if I don't have anything nice to say, I just don't say anything at all. So when the disrespect is thrown my way, I've become very, very good and not allowing that to hit me. So it's like Matrix style. I'm dodging disrespect all over the place. (laughs) Disrespect bullets. But I'm not going to (laughs) let someone else's lack of kindness or lack of peace affect my peace. It just doesn't have anything to do with me. 90% of the time it's coming from something that happened in their life, an insecurity that happened in their world. They're not even directing it at me. Maybe it's just... I happen to be in the line of fire or maybe I just happen to be the first person they've come across that can withstand and handle the kind of thing that they have to say and maybe they feel empowered now so they needed to get that off their chest which I encourage you guys to do and by doing so you can go to www.centered.app and you can get it off your chest with me for free right now I'm offering 30 minute life coaching sessions for free and you can chat with Chris. You can get on the phone. You can talk to me. We can see each other face to face. I'd love to meet people and get to know you. I'd also love to hear people's stories of, uh, of where you feel respected or where you feel disrespected, you know, and those kind of things. If we can get back to connecting with each other and understanding each other. Now, remember the rule of the, the day, right? Don't say anything unless you can't. If you don't say anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That does apply when you're having life coaching sessions as well. You'll have to be kind and show me respect in order to stay on the line. It's just not something that's going to happen. Fortunately for me, I don't need your money. So therefore, if it's free, then I can hang up whenever I want. (laughs) Well, also, if you wouldn't say it, if you wouldn't want somebody saying it to you or doing it to you, then why would you do it to somebody else? Well, that's the big question of the hour is why are we treating each other so poorly? You know, and it's amazing. uh, We're all broken. Everybody needs a hug. Everybody, Everybody needs, needs a, a hug, hug is yeah. really what it is. Put your guard down. Give we me need a hug. A large doses of antibiotics for the country and uh, and a hug, you know. And let's all stop arguing over stuff that really doesn't matter anyway. I mean, it's so it's so easy to see all the good things for me in this world, and I feel like in a way sometimes I am neglectful in in acknowledging all the bad things that are happening. And in a way, I don't think that's a good trait of mine because I sometimes genuinely and seriously just forget that people are out there fighting and arguing and having problems and, you know, being misled and losing their confidence and losing their everything, you know. And then I'll turn on the news or 
be in a hotel somewhere or on a treadmill and then I'm reminded immediately in a 20 minute session it's just like being if you if you step away from the news for one month and then pop back on and watch the news you'll understand what I'm saying to you it is like a barrage of negativity and rudeness and meanness and attacks there's nothing on there that's positive encouraging or going to make you a better person and just like your physical body if you feed your physical body horrible foods every day of your life you're probably not going to have really good health the same thing goes for your mind if you feed your mind horrible information all the time you're probably not going to have very good mental health if you don't have mental health that's good probably shouldn't go around offering up your opinion or your words and speaking to anyone like i said not everyone needs to be heard <laughs> some people need to stay silent True. and so check your resources stop and look within yourself are you contributing to the society being better or are you tearing the society apart were you alive the last time this country had to fight an enemy and if you weren't then you don't know anything you're talking about because you've never experienced a situation where someone wants our land our people our women our lifestyle more than we do and so they're going to come take it from us just like we did from the american indians wasn't there for that had no part in it so not my thing that that's a, that exactly no exactly what happens and that's always the case so for those of you who are young who have not been around the world who have not experienced that kind of stuff it is my hope and prayer that you guys realize the real potential that you face as a future society i'm encouraged you know going out to that ucf event where i spoke at oh that was great I was encouraged by the kids there, the young young future leaders. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll give you guys a heads up, too. So I did not enjoy my college experience. There was a lot of disrespect, and that's just not who I am. So when when you were doing the UCF event, I went with you, and I, I told you, I was like, I am so just very uneasy about being around these college students because of my prior experience. But, you know, obviously I went there. And then afterward, we were talking about it, like even within the first five minutes, I was like, holy moly, these kids are so profound. They're so chill. They're so respectful. Like this is the experience that I wanted. And it really gave me hope for what's to come. You thought the same thing. Yeah, it really did. I mean, I had, didn't have a terrible college experience. My college experience was very, uh, very busy, to say the least. I was uh, a part of a Division One cheerleading squad while in an engineering program and in ROTC all at the same time. So I was real busy, but I didn't take a lot of time to really pay much attention. And back then it was different. This was in the 90s. So it was a lot different time prior to September 11th, which, you know, 9-11 changed the game. You guys, I'm telling you, like everybody started to realize and it woke us up real quick of what the threat is out there. And maybe that's what it'll take for the country to get back together. But you've never seen anything so beautiful as September 12th. This country was majorly proud of our flag, majorly proud of each other, majorly proud of our military, and we were standing together, united. And it was beautiful, it was poetic, it was everything you could ever imagine, and more. And it's what we needed to do in order to defeat the face of enemy, negativity, lack of respect. They didn't respect us. Came and took out our freaking people and killed us. Well. We felt it our job at that point to go and teach people respect. Yep. And guess what? They're no longer with us because they just couldn't understand respect. And that's just how it works. And so 
right now other countries are looking to do the same thing with us and we had that in, in september 11th was a common experience a common traumatic experience and that's really what brought everybody together and it sucks that it had to be that but it, it really did show us and everybody else that we are strong together and we do care about each other but we just have to get out of our own ways and continue that strength well and you're not subject to be what you've always been that's something that I tell people all the time because people say to me constantly, but this is the way I've always done it. And I also, and then my initial response to them is, well, and how is that working out for you? Yeah, yeah I've heard you say this before. <laughs> I've heard you say this many times. And time. when they stop and realize that they're me. sitting in a counseling session or they're sitting in whatever with me and they're realizing that what they're doing isn't working for them, typically that light bulb goes off in their head and they go, okay. Let me try something different. But most people have gotten so used to doing what they've been doing, they don't even know what the other options are. So this is where having a coach, this is where having someone in your life as a mentor, as a teacher, uh, someone who's more cultured and educated and experienced than you are, that can offer you some insight to what's actually the other options are. Checks and balances. Those other options. And it doesn't mean that your teacher is better than you and there's no, there is no better than you. There is, none of that's real. We are all one giant ball of energy traveling on this rock through space and time i wish you guys could see things from my perspective i wish you could understand the universe the multiverse from what i feel in me and what i see through my third eye and through my ability to to be connected to what i am a part of and i am not disconnected from any part of it except for the negativity and all of the propaganda and garbage because if anything that you're doing involves hurting another person i want no part in it mm -mm. i don't care what you stand for i don't care what your policy is if it does involve hurting someone else it's wrong and I'm, i'll tell you that to your face i'll tell you that to however you'd like me to tell you but it's not okay to hurt someone else for your own benefit that is never going to be okay and so in my world if we just get back to the respect thing that we really need to have for each other and stop hurting people that don't deserve to be hurt, maybe we can cure this pneumonia without having to uh, to lose the country altogether or without having to give it up altogether. So as I go through my next 10 days of antibiotics and I go through sitting up at night to sleep because I can't breathe, I'll be reminded of myself, of the pneumonia that America has. And I'll be hoping that we can one day soon jump on some sort of mass antibiotics to be able to get ourselves back together I don't know it all and I certainly am not coming from a place of judgment because I don't believe in that. But I do want you to realize that there is a choice and you can be kind. And kindness is not weakness. Kindness is strength. Kindness is super strength. It takes strength. a lot more work to be kind than it does to be mean. And trust me when I tell you, nobody respects a mean person. Nobody respects a cruel person. No, take a step nobody, back and think about it. Nobody likes a mean person. If you don't believe me, I don't know how many of you guys are old enough to remember a guy named Michael Vick. Michael mm -hmm. Vick was the most popular, most amazing, most talented football player maybe ever, but he fought dogs. And boy, when they found out what he was doing and the way he was treating them and the what stuff, the cruelty, the disrespect that he showed, they, they slayed him for it because back then people recognized and realized that we don't treat things that way in any level. And those were dogs, not people. Now at the same time, right now, we got stuff going on, you know, where people are hurting people and no one's stopping it, you know? So it's really confusing to me that 
we've gotten so far away from it. But trust me when I tell you, you may think that people respect you because you're mean or because you're nasty. They don't. They're just pretending they do to get you out of their face. But they're not really respecting you because the only people that are really respected, and you can go back for eons and research this, tell me how many names you can remember of beautiful, amazing people who have done kindness in this world. And the names that you come up with, the Mother Teresas, the Gandhis, the lots and lots of people. They were teachers that you've had throughout the years. Yeah. Now tell me one figure in history who was evil, who had respect. I mean, (laughs) did anyone respect Hitler? No, I was going to say Hitler, but nobody really. They were all afraid of him. Fear. 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 That's not respect. That's not at all respect. If you think they're the same, then call me. Get on Centra.app and let me explain to you the difference. I have lived both lives. I have lived a life of making people fear me, and I have lived a life of earning people's respect. And let me tell you what, the amount of people that I have right now that I can make a phone call to that will drop what they're doing and help me in anything I need help with, without question, without any kind of judgment, probably exceeds 100 to 150 people. When I was a fear-based person who made people afraid of me, I couldn't think of three people that would help me in a time of need. Everyone is going to go through a time of need. Yesterday, when I woke up, I could have woke up with the attitude that I was going to go put fear in people. And then as soon as I walked into that doctor's appointment and the fear got put in me and a pulmonary embolism could take me out and kill me before I get to the hospital, well, how mean am I going to be? And now where are all the people that are afraid of me? Are they going to come to my aid? No, not at all. But I had these two amazing women sit by my side, take care of me, massage me, were there for me, helped me in every way that I needed all day throughout the day that comes from being respected not from being feared so let's get back to positivity let's get back to kindness let's get back to remembering who we are and also let's get back to trying to help each other along the way you know we can't do this on our own we're all going to stumble we're all going to fall but if no one's picking each other up then this is a pointless game anyway so let's find a way back to respect yeah yeah say something kind (laughs) say something kind to yourself or another person every day at least one thing and that's at least a start that's right that's right well thanks for joining us for this beach edition of pneumonia conversations with chris i am grateful for my pneumonia i'm grateful because i don't have pulmonary embolism i'm also grateful because it's something that can be healed and not for nothing they let me out of the hospital because i'm healthy and fit and they said that because of that i could go home and heal my house instead of laying in a hospital bed so for those of you who are on the fence about changing your life and getting some health back in order remember that i also coach and teach and personal train and do all of that as well so if you're interested in learning more about getting a healthy life mentally physically emotionally spiritually or any other aspect go ahead and give old chris a call here at conversations with chris Hit me up on the app, centered.app. It's only on your uh, computer, by the way, not on your cell phone. It's a desktop app. But if you would like to email us, you can also email convoswithchrispodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to Chris on his Instagram at Christopher Pace, K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-P-A-C-E. Yes, I read that really fast. Uh, we also have a Facebook page slash Conversations with Chris. But to directly contact him, it's going to be on the centered dot app but we are here for you guys and we appreciate you listening also for any of you out there who i have ever disrespected or come across in my life and did not treat with the utmost respect and admiration i apologize to you sincerely it was never my intention to hurt anyone i did not know what i know now then and so i have the comfortability and the confidence to say that 
And I hope everyone else does too. I hope you guys will take from that example and learn that, hey, listen, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. But when I do, as we talked about in episode whatever it was, every morning now, I wake up, I go through my list, I fix what I can fix, and I accept what I have to accept, and then I move on and I leave it from there. But if there's anyone out there that needs a genuine apology and you would like me to say it face-to-face or like me to call you or whatever else, I'm more than happy to do so because I don't see a weakness in apology. I see a strength. And if you believe that I owe you an apology for something, I may not even agree with you, but I will apologize. You know why? Because I want you to be happy. And you respect them. And I respect them. And I didn't mean to. They respect maybe them I as did. a human being. And maybe it just, like we talked about before, maybe it just came across different from one person to the other because of past life experience. It's okay. And some days we don't always say what we mean because we're not in the right headspace. And therefore, some of the things that come out of our mouth to the people that we're talking to aren't intended to come out for them. And that's where you have to be really careful. So again... Let's get back to kindness. Let's get back to respect. Let's get back to the beautiful, healthy, strong country that we were on September 12th, 2001. And uh, remember, Conversations with Chris every Tuesday. Whoop, whoop. Bye, guys. Hello.